Okay, we're going to talk about the Chiv to wear yarmulkes today. This topic is obviously somewhat related to the topic we've already spoken about, which is the Chiv to wear, not the Chiv, the possible Chiv to wear hats uh, for davening and the like. But let's talk about yarmulkes. I assume uh, um, that uh, most of us wear yarmulkes, you know, but we would like to know why we wear yarmulkes and what the reason that we wear yarmulkes is. So there are actually four Gemaras and Shas that I'm aware of that speak about the idea of a man covering his head. The Gemara Mesechus Kiddushin Daf Lamed Aleph Lamed Aleph tells us that Rav Huna B'rid of Yeshua Lomaski Arba Amos Begilia Rosh that Rav Huna B'rid of Yeshua refused to walk four Amos with his head uncovered. Amar Shechina Lamala Miroshi He said the Shechina is above my head so I need to cover my head. The Gemara Kiddushin Daf Chav Tesem Beis tells a story that Mishtabach Le Rav Chista Le Rav Huna B'd Rav Amnuna B'da'adam Gadolhu that Rav Chista used to praise Rav Hamnuna to Rav Huna that he was a great Adam Gadol. So I'm like, he says, yeah, if he's such an Adam Gadol, next time he's in town, I'd like to meet him. So when he came to town, he realized that this guy who he said was an Adam Gadol wasn't wearing a turban on his head. So I'm like, my time in the priest of Sudra. He said, why aren't you wearing a turban on your head? I'm like, he said, because I'm not married. He turned his head away from him. He says, I'm not going to look in the face of a person who is not married. And this is Rav Huna Lashitaso, who says, That as soon as a person is 20 years old, if he's not married, then all of his days are spent to be here for Avera. He, all, all he's doing is here Avera. So he didn't want to look in the face of a Russia. He held that he's a Russia because he was over 20 years old and he wasn't married. But the implication of Akamara seems to be that yes, there's uh, an obligation to cover your head, but only... Only once a person is married, whereas the first Kumar sounded like anyone who wants the Shekhinah above their head, um, which Lukhara should apply to anybody, even if you're not married, uh, should have some sort of head covering. There's a third Gemara in Shabbos Kuf Yud Chesam Beis, where the Gemara quotes a series of statements by Amorayim saying what they do really well. Rav Nachman says, Tasty the Kiyamas Shalashudas Shabbos, I should get a lot of credit because I, I eat Shalashudas every Shabbos. Rav Yudah says, I do even tefillah. Rav Hunabrid Rav Shudah says, Tasty Li, Dosagina Arbamos Begilerosh. I don't walk four Amos with my head uncovered. So that's something I do really well. It's interesting, the Tosos from Sechus Becharos, Tav Bezam Bez, Dibur Maskel, I forget the Dibur Maskel, Tosos from Sechus Becharos, Bezam Bez, see if I have it in my notes, yeah, Dibur Maskel Shema says that, uh, that whenever you see the word Taisi Lee, that like, give me credit, you know, I, I have it coming to me because I do uh, X, Y, and Z, it's always a Midas Chasidus. It's never just something that's required me a credit It's something that typically is not done by other people. I shall should this is make credit and that's mentioned in the Gemara's of Taisili. But Tosa says, yeah, it's make credit but a lot of people don't do it. Taisili is always something that's not widely practiced, either because it's not required or because it's just something people are mizalzal in. So when he says Taisili that I don't walk four amos begilia rosh, makes it sound like walking four amos begilia rosh is a fairly common thing for people to do. That, uh, that, that from people walk for Amos Begilei Rosh all the time, but the Rafun of Shur says, you know, I'm special, I don't do something like that. The Gemara Shabbos Kufnun Vav and Beis is the fourth source in Shas that I'm aware of that talks about this idea, and the Gemara in Shabbos tells us from Nachum Bar Yitzchak when his mother was pregnant with him, um, someone told her that uh, her mazel, based on her mazel, that Brich Ganvahava, that your son's going to be a Ganav. 
Turned out the son was Rav by Yitzchak. So what? The guy was totally wrong that that wasn't his mazel. So he says no. The issue was that uh, since his mother knew this about him, she knew that that was his nitia. She always made sure he had something on his head to always remind him of the Rebbeinu to be able to overcome that mazel. That he should always have a masa de shemaya. That he should always have uh, your shemaya. And the mother used to daven a lot that uh, that he should be successful. She, he had no idea why his mother used to always say this, that you should always have your Shemayim and never take the yarmulke off your head. He didn't understand why, but he became a very great Talmud Chacham. One day he's sitting and he's learning under a deckel tree, and his, uh, his hood comes off of his head, and he looks up and he sees the fruit on the deckel tree. So, Alma Yitzre, the Gemara says, Yitzre Har became very strong. Salak Paskele Kibur Bishine. And he climbs up the tree and bites off a fruit with his teeth. He was like such a Chaya by, uh, by, by nature that as soon as his yamaka came off, so there went his Yerushalayim and he went back to his natural. He says, Ah, now I get it why I always had to cover my head because I guess that's my, that, that would be my nature otherwise. But uh, again, these are the Gemaras that discuss. Um, that discuss Kisya Rosh. Noticeably missing from any Gemara is any Gemara that says that uh, that every bar mitzvah boy has to uh, has to cover his head. Shulchan Aruch Paskins in Simon Bay Sifav in Archaim. Shulchan Aruch, listen to the lashon. Asur lelech b'kom zakufa. Person is not allowed to walk with an upright stature. Asur v'lo yelech dalar amos rosh. And you also don't walk for amos begilia rosh. So it makes it sound like Asr to go become Kufa and Lo to walk with don't walk Dalaramos the Rosh. So uh, it makes it, the implication of the Shulchan Aruch is it's not really a a, a steadfast hard chiyuv to uh, to wear a yarmulke. The Beis Yosef and Archaimus and Sadi Aleph in the name of the Kolbo says based on all these Gemaras that it's only Midas Chasidus that it's not a requirement. However. The Beis Yosef, in, uh, also in Simit Sadiyal, quotes from Avinu Peretz, that it is a requirement, but only in shul. Outside of shul, it's not a requirement. A makar for uh, the paper yamukas, you know, on your way uh, into the Kotel or whatever, or into shuls. Um, the Beis Yosef then quotes from Ben Yeruchim. No, he says, it's required, not only in shul, but any time you make a bracha. It's based on the discussion of Masech HaSofrim. He says, any time you make a bracha, there's an absolute chiyuv. Um, Mishnah Brura in Simon Beis of Kat Aleph says, no, again, sometimes it's Midas, it's Midas Chasidah, sometimes it's required, but he makes a different chilek, not based on Shul, not based on a bracha, but rather, he says, when it's less than Dalaramos, it's only Midas Chasidus to wear Yamka, to walk less than Dalaramos. Or when you're not moving, is, uh, is only Midas Chasidus. When you're going to walk more than Dalaramos, then you're Mechuyiv. Because that's the lashon all the gemaras kept on using. I don't go dalramos begilia rosh. What's a varden dalramos? So apparently that's the issue. That dalramos is uh, is where you would be required to, to have to have uh, kisui rosh. Beis Yosef in Simon Memvav, however, says, you know, every morning we make a bracha, Oter Yisrael b'Safara. So he says that seems to be a raya that every Jew has to have something on his head. Oter Yisrael b'Safara relates to putting something on your head. You could argue that it's that it's a raya, the opposite, because it's not the first of the brachos. So you make brachos before you have anything on your head. Okay, but yeah. Some people say you just touch tefillin. Some people say reference to tefillin. Reference to tefillin, maybe. Okay. Beis Yosef seems to assume it has to do with uh, putting, you know, a hat or something on, you know, some sort of head covering on. The Taz says that nowadays um, a yamukah beca- has become an absolute chiyuv because it's chukas hagayim to walk around begilu erosh and that Jews walk around 
the Kisra Rosh. Now you have to really look carefully in Yardaya, Kufayin Ches, figure out what are what is Chukas Hagayim and what's not Chukas Hagayim. Anything a guy does is Chukas Hagayim. So you have to look carefully at what the Ramah says over there at the definition of Chukas Hagayim. Normally we assume Chukas Hagayim is only if it relates to Avodah Zarah, where it has no time whatsoever, where we have to be Chosheid, that maybe it relates to Avodah Zarah, right? Something like that. Or it's a Dover Shalpritzus. So maybe you hold this a Dover Shalpritzus to not cover your head. Maybe that's, that's what the Taz means. But anyway, that's what the, the Taz says. Um, that could explain maybe Ravadya writes in Chuvin Yabiyomar Khilgvav Simintazvav Osiralov discussing why women aren't Chayv. They should they're Chayv in Yerushamayim. Why why is it not a chutzpah for women to uh, to not wear uh, a head covering, uh, assuming not married women to to wear uh, to wear something on their heads. So uh, maybe there's no such chukas uh, akum by by women. Uh, maybe it's only din chukas akum by a guy. Okay. Um, what's considered a proper cover for the head? So this is a major discussion. The associate quotes the Truma Sedashen that a straw hat is okay, uh, but you can't use your hand. And the implication is that you can someone else's hand is okay. The Bach says you could use your sleeve. That your sleeve could even cover your head. Um, but like how big? Does it have to be a hat? Is it just a yarmulke? So the Beis Yosef in some Kuf Pei Gimel um, seems to assume uh, that that uh, that you don't need a double covering. This idea of the, seems to assume that one covering is totally fine. And the Bach says that for benching you need a full atifa. When you bench you should need a hat as opposed to just a uh, a yamaka. Mishabrura um, in Simchas of Kut and Dalid says that you should put your talus over your head for davening. Um, and again, at least for davening, to have the talus over the head. Maybe not for Kriyashma, we discussed in the past, I think, that uh, Rav Shechter has a minog from Rav Salvechik from, uh, Sal from his grandfather, the Davka by Shema, based on the Medrash, that by Shema he would, and Birch's Kriyashma, he would take his talus off of his head. But, uh, but typically for davening, for tefillah, Shevet talus over the head, Mishabura says. And uh, Mishabura in Simit Sadiyal, if we discuss, says you should wear a hat for davening. That was a whole separate discussion. But assuming no hat, assuming just a yarmulke. So how big does the yarmulke have to be? So there's a famous truva of Shlomo Kluger in Halaf Lecha Shlomo, Simon Gimel. Um, he discusses how big a yarmulke has to be, and he's pretty machmir. Um, he's pretty machmir. And he's, he, he, he assumes that you need a very, very large yarmulke that covers color rosh. The very first truva in Igris Moshe, and again, I'm not going to get into the details now because it's only 10 minutes sheer, but it's a, it's a very fascinating sugya. The very first tshuva in Igris Moshe, Arachayim Chelik Aleph Simen Aleph. Rav Shakti used to say that this is a good example of how Rav Moshe, you know, everything, Torah was Torah, there was no politics. It was uh, whatever he thought was uh, was correct, that's what he that's what he did. So the first the first tshuva in Igris Moshe, so he has such a you know, he's going to use that tshuva to say that you can wear a small yarmulke. The very first tshuva in the Holy Ghost Moshe, according to Ramo, that, that's Torah. So, what do you mean? Why, why shouldn't he? Right? Why shouldn't he, he use that that opportunity to? Uh, you know, why, why shouldn't he include that as his first tshuva? It's just every bit as much of Torah as any other tshuva in the Ghost Moshe. But if Moshe writes that Shlomo Kluger is incorrect, and he thinks you only need a yarmulke that's recognizable, um, and then he touches up of Shlomo Kluger and he says. Even Shlomo Kluger only meant that you need a rove of your head to be covered. Rubo Kukulo. It doesn't have to be literally uh, Kal Harosh. So uh, ideally the Yamaka should be something that it just has to, the way Moshe says it, if someone looks at you, they should be able to say, oh, that guy's head is covered. As opposed to uh, if someone looks at you and just 
you know, and, and would not say that. So how big is that? So Ravadia says it in a slightly different way. Ravadia in Yichavadas says that the, the issue is that uh, people should be able to see it from all sides. So that way, wherever they are, whenever they're looking at you, they should be able to see that you're wearing something on your head, which isn't so posh, because it sort of depends how tall you are, how tall they are, and people see it from all sides. If you're much taller than other people, uh, then they won't see it from all sides. It may depend how big your hair is or whatever. Meaning, so that when, when it doesn't lend itself to a uh, standard size for a uh, for a yamaka. Or much she says, it's, you know, that it looks like your head is covered. That it should be something that looks like your head is covered. So then, surface area doesn't necessarily, you know, surface area of the head doesn't really, you know, make that much of a difference. Like if your yamaka is like very pointy, you know, right? Yeah, pointy would make, yeah, unless it's, yeah, yeah. That's that's what it, that's what it would uh, that's what it would seem like. Um, the Ravadia discusses. It used to be a minhag that the, the the people would wear their yarmulkes all the way in the back of their head. So the shaila was: should we? They used to have teeny tiny yarmulkes, like bottle cap yarmulkes, and, and have them all the way in the back of their head, and people couldn't see it. So they want to know if you can give someone an aliyah if he's wearing his yarmulke like that. Should you make him change, move his yarmulkes at the front of his head? So Ravadi said, look, the stomach, when he changes it to the front of his head, you're not going to be able to see it from another angle anyway because it's so small. He wasn't so into making guys uh, change where their yarmulke is, but he said, obviously, you should realize that, uh, that it's appropriate to wear a big enough yarmulke that people could see it. Uh, and when they look at you, they should be able to say, oh, that guy's wearing a yarmulke, that guy's covering his head. Okay. That's yarmulkes.